What's in your mouth? This is Two Blind Crew. Yeah. Two Blind Crew. Two Blind Crew. Daddy, what's wrong with you? What's in your mouth? Hello and welcome to Two Blind Crew. I am Jeff. And I am Greg. Also known as Deadly Do-Right or Egg McMuffin. The McMuffin. Hey, man. Muffin. I guess I just made a copyright infringement there. Whoops. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can send me the check. A little slip of the tongue. Greg McMuffin is what we meant to say. Yes. Uh, if you're a subscriber, we just want to say a quick thank you. And if you're not, what are you waiting for? Drink the Kool-Aid. Come on in. The water's fine. Whatever cliche will get you to click the subscribe button. Like it and uh, go ahead and while you're at it, hit the icon button for the uh, notification so you get notified every single time we put out one of these crazy videos. Okay. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Currently every Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Specific. Specific. Uh, so what's in your mouth, Greg? What you got? What you doing? Man, I don't know. I'm just kind of hanging out today. I had the bunch of breakfast was in my mouth, but um, now it's not, and there you have it. Now, we, <laughs> you, it's been a wild morning. We haven't been able to get started with this, but we're having fun today, so watch for the bloopers at the end of it if you want to that's, see it. That's right. There's too many to keep, uh, you know, although doing, you know, standalone blooper videos will be fun, and from time to time, perhaps we shall put the best of us together, but... I guess uh, we'll just stick them at the end of each video. That way you know the context from whence they came. And speaking of context and having fun today, uh, you will notice it's Sunday. Sunday! <clears throat> My boy is the Brady Bunch. Uh, got a good shot of the hat. The Patriots are playing today. AFC Championship against the Jaguars. Of course, by the time this airs on Tuesday, She'll either be pointing at my hat and laughing, saying, <laughs> losers, <laughs> or all you Tom Brady Patriot haters will be saying, cheaters, eh, either way. <laughs> what is it going to be this year, inflatable shoes? I don't know. My wife is already dogging me, saying that he's uh, got a hurt thumb, but I remind her that in every playoff game and championship game and, I don't know, seven of the last nine Super Bowls that they were in, he had an injured thumb. I think there it, you go. I think it's how they get in the other team's head or something. Maybe so. Thinking they got him, but then they don't. Anyway, that's way off topic, but what's in your mouth? Well, hopefully <laughs> it's good things today. You know, we we got to, we talked a little bit earlier, you and I, about um, how powerful our mouths and our tongues are as far as either heaping praise or throwing out a heap of hurt <laughs> i like that a heap yeah, of hurt just a heap and a hurt and it's and sometimes we do it on purpose sometimes it's just an accident i know that my tongue has gotten me in trouble more than one time I'm, and i'm sure you've got some stories as well yeah but i'm not sure am i mm -mm, nope uh, i'm innocent i'm an yeah idiot. i understand oh man i just lied <laughs> the first <laughs> The, the perfect one is, is what everybody's done, I think, or men have done mostly. But, you know, you look at a lady and go, my goodness, I didn't know you were pregnant. You've really come a long way. How, when are you due? 
you know, to find out that's not the situation whatsoever. But we've all uh, done stuff or said things that have gotten us into a, a point of embarrassment. But um, I don't know. One of my favorite proverbs, and I, I, I'm not even sure which one it is, but the the whip for a man's back is the tongue in his mouth. And man, that sure can come true. That sounds like wisdom. Maybe we'll even look it up if we're not lazy after the show and put the lower third down there and give that reference. Look yeah. That. Here's for Josh. There <laughs> you go. That's hey, a, Josh. I'm going to hold you to that. And maybe, maybe in the book of Proverbs or maybe in the book of Greg, we'll have to find it. But uh, it sounds like it would be in there. It should be. It's not. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Greg for Bible editor. We're in trouble now. Oh, good. Dude, There's Bob. Even Bob's mad at you now. His tongue's yeah. getting him in trouble. Yeah, he oh. just did. Yapping when he ain't supposed to. Bob! Hey, Bob. Come here, Bob. <laughs> He's saying hi to my dog. Welcome to our world. Hey, Veda. Hello. Ruh, ruh. Hello, Jeffrey. Save the day, Jeff. I'm sorry. Where are we? Save the day. All right, save the day. We're going to inject some uh, pseudo-intelligence here. <laughs> What's in your mouth? Oh, man, right now, ah, the blessed taste of, or aftertaste of uh, some lovely coffee. But um, interestingly enough, uh, this week we had a uh, parasha bow. Parasha is the portion, for those of you who maybe uh, didn't catch the video that we mentioned. It just so happens to be messianic rabbi and uh, the parasha is uh literally translates as portion it's a it's a long story maybe we'll discuss how they came about another time uh, but for brevity's sake uh parasha bow covers exodus chapter 10 verse 1 through chapters 13 verse 16 and basically covers uh the final three plagues uh that were brought upon egypt uh, and, uh, of course, the first Pesach, or the first Passover, uh, that was uh, held in the desert, in the wilderness. <clears throat> and, uh, interesting, there, there's four levels of rabbinical study called the Pardis Method, and it basically stands for the Peshat level, which is mm -hmm. surface level. It's just you know, plain text, what does it say, that's what it is, done. Uh, then there's the remez, which is sort of the hidden or uh, almost prophetic kind of level. It's, you know, a deeper layer of the onion, if you will. And then you got the uh, 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 drash, uh, drash level, which is the stories or parables. It's how Jesus himself taught. So if you wonder where parables come from, it's one of the four rabbinical levels of teaching. And then the final and deepest that most of us deal with is the Soviet level, which gets into gematria and the numerical thing that people kind of freak out about. But in Hebrew, every letter is made up of other Hebrew letters. Every Hebrew letter is also a, a number, so it, it gets pretty... It gets kind of wild. Ah, uh, man, it's, it's, it hurts my head to even try to think to explain it, but uh, that's what it is. So the, when it comes to drosh levels, you know, the, the, the stories you know, maybe actual events that happen. They may be uh, stories uh, made up to illustrate the point. Uh, but regardless of whether they're true or not, they're, they're always illustrating the point. Uh, and by true, I mean actually happen. So here's, here's what the sages say. And by the sages, I mean the 120 elders that, uh, you know, made up the 66 uh, books that made the canon. 
uh, that you have in your Bible today. But you got one of those other Bibles, <laughs> which we'll, we'll talk later. Uh, but they tell this interesting story as it relates to the uh, the, the Exodus, the, the the release of the Israelites from Egypt, and it goes like this. Again, not saying it's true. I'm just saying it's a wonderful illustration of the story. Right. And as it goes, the angels protested to God uh, when it came to getting the. Hebrew children out because they said in their spiritual eyes, there is no difference between the Egyptians and the Israelites, the Hebrews, because both are given to idolatry, uh, both profane, um, you know, the things that are holy, and therefore both are worthy of death. So why release them? And uh, God retorted, and I'm really paraphrasing this story, uh, but he retorted, not so. You see, there is a big difference. Uh, the Hebrew children are different in their speech. They don't engage in Lashon Hara. Uh, that's Hebrew for evil tongue or evil speech. Right. Speak softly and gently and kindly with chesed. Chesed is kindness uh, to one another. Um, they build one another up. They don't tear each other apart. Uh, so that was the difference, as the story goes, uh, that separated uh, those who came out. And not all uh, of the Hebrew children came out. Uh, we know it records about 6 million men, women, children, they think, uh, approximately, that came out of the 12 to 15 million that were there. Uh, so many didn't come out. They didn't want to leave Egypt. They didn't want to leave their ways, the, 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 the idolatrous... Uh, situation that they were in. So what we kind of talked about is how that relates to us. How, you know, are we watching our tongues? Are we engaging in gossip? Are we are we speaking ill of others? And I'm gonna be honest here. That's that's always been a hard thing for me. Um you know, coming from where I come from in New England, uh, being <laughs> sarcastic and, and, and a wise guy uh, is kind of par for the course. It's 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 what a lot of us do. On top of that, I had, you know, the seven years in radio broadcasting, most of which was secular. And uh, I kind of walked away from the Lord. So I kind of made a profession <laughs> of being quick-witted and quick-tongued and, and kind of a, a jerk, to be honest with you. Uh, but disguised it in humor. Um, so it's something even I, I, I struggle with today. I think something we all struggle with is, is, is it, we really should do this. When it comes to our words, we, we should be men and women a few words because by our words, we will be judged. Even the word uh, New Covenant teaches that uh, we'll have to give an account for every idle word. Does that scare you, Greg? That scares me. Oh, my. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm, I'm, that's one of my worst drawbacks as far as my in my walk to you know to be a Christian and to exhibit uh, what what God is or what how Christ lived. That's that's my worst one. Mm -hmm. And I had a preacher buddy of mine used to tell me he knew how bad back before I had my last eye removed, how bad my eye was hurting by the number of cuss words I said. Oh man! And so when I would get in pain, bring it out, man. <laughs> I can get you know so you know and I find that. I thought about that uh, this morning a little bit too, but you know, anytime there's pain or there's fear or, or uh, 
just anything that pushes us out of that little spot that kind of like that 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 we're comfortable in uh, and we tend to we tend to push back and a lot of times we do it verbally uh, either to ourselves or you know to others and, and sometimes when you know when you really don't want to be confronted by somebody to face the truth you you know your mouth is a great tool because you can really anger somebody and then they won't just believe you alone. So yeah, it's my mouth is 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 has gotten me in trouble a lot. Yeah, it brings us to another proverb that I'm going to quote without quoting. <laughs> I too don't recall the exact one, but it talks about the tongue specifically uh, being the the littlest of members, but just like a, a rudder of a ship being the smallest of members, it drives the whole. Right. And it's uh, it's it's so true. It's just some base thing about our humanity that when we're in trouble, like you said, or fearful, or or, or hurting, it brings us back to that. You know, I think science would probably call it the instinctual, animalistic, whatever we could just call it the, the fallen, uh, our fallen side. That uh, uh, you know, the, the dust and clay that we just want to express how we feel, and it's it's it's. If we're feeling ugly, that the speech tends to be ugly. But, but the lesson number one is that we should be men and women of few words because right. by our words we're judged. So if the less we yap and run our mouths, the better off we are. And then also when it comes to uh, like vows and 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 I don't necessarily mean you know marital vows or or you know you know taking an oath of office or anything like that. Yeah. Certainly are included. Um, but when we say we're going to do something, you know, Jesus said, you know, simply yet let your yes be yes and your no be no. Uh, and, and the reason for that is, you know, that in uh, Judaism, on the, on the Hebrew side of things, uh, they're known all the way back to Abraham uh, for trying to be like Abraham in that he promised little but delivered much. Remember when the three visitors uh, came uh, right. in, in the desert, he said, oh, let me go fetch a, a little morsel of bread. And then the next thing you know, he's behind the scenes. Hey, slaughter that calf. Get those bulls. <laughs> make those cakes. Do this, do that. And, and it turned out to be this grand feast. So and, and how much better it is to promise little and deliver much than to do what most of us tend to do is be all grandiose in our, our promises and, and, you know, vanity, vanity. And it's just, it's all about, you know, vanity, vanity, exactly. Vanity. <laughs> a chasing oh. of the wind, and then, hey. uh, and, and then we deliver nothing. What good is that? What what witness is that? Yeah, it's you know some of the the Christians that I respect the most, or just people in general that I respect the most, are the ones that are kind of quiet natured, and uh, there's a lot of wisdom when they do speak and and they think about what they're getting ready to say where. I think that's what gets us in trouble. You mentioned going back to that animalistic, uh, oh. whatever. It's just, it comes out very quickly. So I guess the thing is to use wisdom and be patient in your speech. Like you said, speak few words. And that would happen if we thought about what we said, especially me. Again, uh, if you're not already a subscriber, please hit the subscribe button. Visit our website, twoblindcrew.com. Tell a friend. And until next time, Greg says, See you later. Me too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for spending time with us at Two Blind Crew. On behalf of my daddy, Jeff, and Greg McMuffin, uh, I mean Greg McLaughlin, 
be sure to stop by our website, 2BlindCrew.com. Follow us on Twitter at 2BlindCrew. And like us on Facebook. See you next time. Can I have my money now? I'm serious. I want my money now. Mom! What's in your mouth? I think it's for you to say. see that coming <clears throat> I, I paused because i thought i didn't like my inflection but i think i liked yours a whole lot better <laughs> you should just keep that as a oh jeez i gotta go hang this i'll be right back <sighs> we're gonna start putting the bloopers he said, he'll be right back. where'd he go you wet himself what did he say my dog came in i had to shut the door who let the dog out <clears throat> I let the dog in. <laughs>